Hello and welcome to Smoking with the Fam. We decided to do this because we would get high and have conversations that would make me say over and over again, why are we not recording this? We think it's absolutely hilarious and we think you might as well. But first of all, just because, you know, we don't want to get sued or go to jail, I do want to stress that we live in the state of Michigan and only partake in the state of Michigan where recreational marijuana is legal. Also, anyone who ever partakes with us is over the age of 21, so at which is the age limit for marijuana, recreational marijuana, in the state of Michigan. Uh, this is an adult podcast, and we don't recommend this for anyone who is under the age of 21 years. We have fun doing this. I hope you'll have fun listening. Let's get to the business. Bye. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our next episode of Smoking with the Fam. Um, I'm feeling, I'm sounding a little hoarse cause I took my first hit off my water pipe and holy shit. Um, I hacked up along for about a half an hour, so I'm nicely high. <laughs> I do want to start this off with an apology to somebody who works at one of my favorite places in Alpena, Michigan. Uh, it was a gentleman who works at Wild Bill's on Bagley. He had long brown hair, some beautifully painted nails, and said he wanted to be a guest on this. And I am so sorry I did not get your name. So please, if you or anyone else who wants to request to be on this podcast, please shoot us an email at smokin, S-O-M-K-I-N, with a fam, F-A-M, 420 at gmail.com. And not only do we welcome requests to be guests on the show, we also welcome all of your comments. Thank you so much. Let's get on with the show. Okay, and I'm going to start off this show with something that might answer some questions for you guys as to why in the world we picked that logo for this podcast. And the reason for that is because when we moved to the house that we used to live at before we lived here, we uh, met some individuals who also had their mar- mar- mara- <laughs> medical, <laughs> medical marijuana cards. And I was very new to the whole uh, thing that was going on. So we would hang out at least every Friday, if not more often. And um, they had a code word, which they taught to us, which was apples, which if you said anything about weed over the phone or via text message or Facebook messenger, you used apples. That was the code word because for so long, recreational marijuana was illegal in the state of Michigan. So because of that, we quite often still refer to it as apples. And that is why my husband, the lovely Valen, uh, chose that particular logo. Yeah. 
So, and we actually have an agenda today, so it's not just random stuff, and we're not stuffing our faces, so it's not going to be about garlic bread. Well, that could be a little later on in the show. That could be a little later (laughs) on in the show. (laughs) But currently, we have no food, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Also, part of the reason why we have the quote-unquote code word is human, though medical was legal. It was as it is now with our crazy, I don't understand Still the laws. Still stigmatized. It's, well, not just that. It's federally illegal. And yes. if you say it on the phone and you're talking to someone, it goes through different points throughout the country. Mm. and Or like on Facebook, it's that's a national site. So yeah, I have Maryland. no idea how all that works. <laughs> yeah, I know. All that's I know is I still sometimes call it apples because it reminds me of going to the uh, open barn door mm-hmm. and yelling, apples! <laughs> yeah. And a bunch of horses would come run. Oh, that. Oh, hey, so, horses. Gotcha. Yes, I, I still have no issue with referring to weed as apples. So basically, you're kind of like saying the fruit apples are like drugs for horses because they become running like, well, that was... Yes. Have you ever right. seen a horse that's eaten rotten apples? No, but I do remember... They get sh- drunk. Oh, I think you told me. Yes. I, I do remember my shoe almost getting split open by carrying a bag of apples. Oh, yes. That's because... <laughs> uh, Peggy, the wonderful co-worker of Allen's, um, who became... When I worked in Chicago, uh, yeah, in a different state. Yeah, when he worked in Chicago. Um, Peggy, who was a wonderful co-worker of his, who we absolutely adore, and we actually rehomed our bird with her, and she's taking amazingly great care of the wonderful <laughs> fox. Yeah. Uh, she has a horse, and we decided oh, to go out. Had a horse. Had oh, yeah. Okay, um, okay. I'm sorry to hear that. I wish that wasn't brought up. I'm sorry, but um, anyway, we went out to where that particular horse was stabled, and Peggy and I were walking through the fields looking for her horse. And Valen, my husband, was carrying a plastic grocery bag of apples. And we the fruit, found, not the pot. The fruit, not the <laughs> pot. Yes, let's be clear. And we found her horse, and we were walking back, and all of a sudden her horse realized what was in the bag, who then started bum-rushing Valen. And Peggy and I weren't paying any attention, and we're just chatting and moving along, and in the background, Valen was going, um, um, um. Help! Finally yelled, help! And I stopped and turned around, and I looked at him, I said, oh, just step sideways. (laughs) You know, someone who hasn't been around horses as much as Heidi Ho has been her whole life with horses. It worked, and his shoe stayed on his foot. Oh, shit. Oh, right on the laptop. Damn. Oh, there we go. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Anyway, um, so <coughs> that that's my that's why I have no problem with apples because yeah. I hear apples. <laughs> yeah. No doubt there. So, thank you. So, what's going on in your world, GF? Seeing how we've been talking a lot. <laughs> 
Uh, How's the pot? (laughs) The pot's pretty good. Uh, We're smoking some Bruce Banner, right? Yep, we're smoking Bruce Banner from Pop Rolls. It's a hybrid. Well, I'd rather be Bruce Banner than the Hulk when I'm smoking pot. (laughs) Let me rephrase. We all would prefer you to be Bruce Banner over the Hulk. (laughs) I don't know. Considering another one of our friends likes to do complex math when he got high, he was Bruce Banner. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> okay, yes, but I don't want to see the Hulk. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, the Hulk yes. would be scary. He would yes. break things on accident. Mickle, my pickle, I miss you. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't even know if you listened to the first episode. Well, yet. let's hope. Yeah. If he hope. hasn't, he should understand I only the have reference. One thing to say Touching me, touching me. Touching you, bum, sweet, bum. sweet Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I'm gonna blow towards you. Okay, you seriously need to stop ashing on the laptop. I don't mean to ash. On I know the you're not intending to, but you are. Thank you, GF. You're welcome. This, yeah, this guy ashed in my food the other day, and I was like, damn it. Oh, that sounds ashing. like a new problem. It is a new problem. <laughs> I don't know, watched some spooky movies. We did. Uh, I've been watching some on Shudder. They uh, weren't that good, you said. Uh, I watched The Cleansing Hour, or like The Purifying. Is that what you're doing upstairs? Watching spooky movies? Yes. Yeah, either that or playing Fortnite, yeah. Well, that explains a lot. A lot like... <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We watch spooky movies together, too. Yes, I know. The cleansing hour, or like the pure... It was so dumb. It was so dumb. It was very dumb. Yeah. Can uh, can I just step in for one second? Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. I started watching something on Netflix yesterday. Did it go out? It's either Shadow and Bone or Bone and Shadow or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. It is freaking amazeballs of production value. Is incredible. That's when, it, if you come hang out, that's what we're going to watch. Mm. It sounds <laughs> like a more um, magical fantasy, dark type thing. Well, it would have been anything like that. My brain just went to Stranger Things because you said great production. But I didn't think no, like not Stra- no, not Stranger Things. No, I get steampunk. No, that's cool. I get Japan. You need help? <laughs> no, you got it. I get... Renaissance Festival. Mm. I get. I don't even remember. Last night I was trying to list them and remember them because there were so many different boxes that this show ticked. Oh, that's cool. That is it a little dark? It seems a little dark. It's dark, but not anything. Not no. I can totally. If I can handle it, anybody can. Yeah, it's like the charmed level of dark. Pretty much. You know, that's about your level. Maybe yes. a smidge darker than that, but you no. don't watch more dark. I, I need to watch the, uh, or first, yeah. the first season of um, Sandman on Netflix. Oh, yeah, Sandman was good. really good as well. It, it's based on um, the graphic novel by um, Neil Gaiman. Oh, really? Yeah, published yeah. through uh, DC. Yeah, he's also the uh, author that wrote Coraline, mm-hmm. and he's also, he is just, a great guy. Uh, can I just say how upset I am about the fact that the television show Willow got canceled? Yeah, uh, I understand. That also had amazing production value. I know. Yeah. 
I'm surprised it got canceled because so many people were looking forward to it. People were saying that it was good if you loved Willow, but I think unfortunately the only people who watched it were people who didn't watch Willow. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so the people who already love Willow were watching it, but no one else was. I heard from some people, but I'm not sure I agree with this on one of my other podcasts. They said it was a great concept, but the acting was terrible. No, they hated no, the acting. No, especially not at when all. Warwick Davis was acting. Not at all. <laughs> okay, no, I haven't seen the no. show, so I can't say either if way. If you pleasure. liked him in Willow, the movie, he played the exact same way in Willow the series. Cool. I like and, him in Return of the Jedi. Does he act like an Ewok too? Yes. <laughs> cool. I like him I, in Hitchhiker's no, Guide to the Galaxy. I Does he act like a guy in a robot suit? I too? did not. Yeah. That movie lost me at Hello and Thank You for the Tuna. Uh, I know. It's so thank long you, and thanks thank for, for all the fish. Okay, whatever. It was a stupid fucking movie. Anyway. I will disagree. Anyway. That television <laughs> show, they did a fantastic job. I named my first Bulldog Willow. After the fact that you can be short and ugly, but still accomplish great things. Now, uh, Val Kilmer is not in it, is he? No. Because we know what Val Kilmer looks like. Yes. We just recently saw Maverick and he's not doing it. No, no. He, Mad no. Mardigan, he is not anymore. No, Mad Mardigan, he is not anymore. And however, I, I wanted to name my next bulldog Mardigan and <clears throat> didn't get a chance. Yeah. That's how next. much that movie meant to me. Uh, I guess I should give it more credit. Though it is a great movie, and I love it. It's like your Princess Bride. How much I love oh, Princess abso- Bride. It is abso- Willow is your Princess It is absolutely Bride. my Princess Bride. Your it is favorite the, movie. It is seen. the best movie I have ever seen in my life, yep. and will not be surpassed. Yep. And then my Princess Bride is the Transformers, the movie released in nineteen. The animated movie. Oh, I can sweet quote. Jesus. Do you have no idea how many times I've seen that movie? I've seen that movie. This is why I say Asperger's is a superpower. <laughs> at least <laughs> over fifty times. I would have thought your Princess Bride was Donnie Darko. Well, here's the thing: Donnie. I don't have the entire script to Donnie Darko memory. I've got the entire script to the Transformers the movie memory. The animated movie, people, not the not the first motion. Well, movie. yeah, that's why I'm calling oh, it yeah, Ash on Yourself. That thing is very ashy, so when you take it, lean over the yeah. ashtray. Thank you. So I think at the community college that you go to, their next dramatic <clears throat> play should be, tra- should be Transformers. You Gosh. could do the entire it could be a one-man show. No, it would be too hard. <laughs> nah, I just I would do the narrator. No, you would do you would do the death of Optimus Prime. No, I shall become one with the Matrix. No, 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 no. <laughs> Should I be concerned that you know that? Oh come on! I've seen that movie almost as many times as he seen. You it. bitch about Transformers. I know, but all I got the time. I got him into it. That's the problem. So it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, partially. Actually, How many thousands of dollars are? That is not my fault. <laughs> I showed it to him because I thought the original series that I watched growing up was cool. And I went, I saw the movie he loved in the theater with my friend, um, Boston Mike, Fuzzy Elf. And we went and saw it. Don't want to know why you call him that. I call him Boston Mike because he's from Boston. No, I have just very, 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 ne- very dark visuals of Fuzzy Elf. 
You know, Fuzzy Elf is Nightcrawler from the X Men. That's, that's not Fuzzy Elf. Yes, yes it is. that's what Wolverine calls Nightcrawler. Oh, that's right. Oh my. Okay, and never so mind. My friend Mike okay, so he's my favorite friend of yours. Yeah, well, he's one of the <laughs> oldest friends I have. Quite literally. Yes, I know. But didn't, my, didn't the two of you used to fight and your mother said invite him over? Oh, he was. We didn't fight. I didn't fight with anyone as a kid. I got picked on and put up with it and just went home and cried. And because, well, that's my nature. Trust me, the way I am now and, is me standing up. And my mom, you were correct. My mom did say, well, invite him over. He just wants a friend. And I thought she was nuts. But I did have his phone number. I guess he wrote it in my, for some reason, he signed my yearbook and put his phone number. I don't know why. Or I got his phone number from Maybe a friend. Maybe he thought you were hot. No, uh, Mike. <laughs> uh, is, it, isn't he the re- is he the redhead? No, no. He's got long brown hair. You've never met him. Oh, okay. The redhead is Trent. Oh, that's Trent right. is blind yes. because of diabetes. Yes. So. Yeah, but no, Trent was also a corner member, though. Yes. From the Creature Corner. Anyway. The Colorado. Too. Anyway, yeah, and so it is rather weird. My mom had me call him. I didn't want to because I was a little scared, and I thought he was just going to tell everyone and tease me and pick on me and stuff. And I found out that he was picking on me because his friend John was picking on me because his friend John was genetically short. Was it Dick? No, well, no, <laughs> once you got to know him, he admitted he was being a dick, but it's because I was such a big guy and he was a little guy, so he felt he needed to get a tall uh, off. Okay, genetically, he was genetically short. short I'm sorry, I heard that and my mind went in a completely no, different no. direction. He was sh- literally, wasn't going to grow any higher. Okay, he so he was pocket-sized Rudy. Yes, he was. Okay. And um, it was like some... You know, genetic disease he had that he wasn't going to grow any taller, but he wasn't like, you know, a dwarf or something like that. He wasn't, I guess he might be a little person. I don't know. He might have needed human growth hormone. And at the time, they yeah. Were. And so he was picking on me, plus also the fact because him and Mike were kind of like not as weak as I was, but they didn't want to be viewed as weak when the really big bullies were picking on me. They just wanted to join in because they uh. didn't want to become. The next target. That's the way elementary Underst- school un- buses work. Understandable. I and I walked to school in elementary, so yeah. My, I but did, I, I lived I, out in the country, so I had to I, take a bus. Well, and I rode the bus for middle school and high school, so I get it. Yep, and I was the one that they were always like dropping pencils on the back of my shirt, spitting at me, doing all that kind of nasty stuff, and I just go home and cry because I'm not a comf- I wasn't a confrontational. I didn't know how to stand up for myself. So yeah. But so I invited Mike over. He's like, okay. He's like, free lunch, you know? And at first he thought one of the things is my parents believed in showing their love through gifts that they could afford it. And so I had quite a few toys growing up. I had a lot of like Star Wars, X-Wing fighter. I didn't have the money of all kind of X-Wing fighter and a TIE fighter and a snow speeder. Well, then your parents suck. No. If you didn't have the millennial no. Falcon, no, my, my parents Elton did suck sometimes. Did not but pronounce that properly. I'm kidding. Yeah, I know. I'm kidding. But I'm just saying, I had a decent amount of, like, I had a toy box full of laser guns that made noise and stuff. So he's like, holy shit. Oh, you guy. had lawn darts. I did. I put a hole in the side of the house. In fact, Boston Mike was one of Jarts. the people. With, yeah, Boston Mike was the person with me when we threw it, and it went kink right in the aluminum foil of my house underneath a window. I was positive. My my mom looked at me and said, "You just your dad's gonna talk to you when you get home." And I went up into my room, 
and started writing my last will and testament because my dad believed in corporal punishment. <laughs> I knew I would have no ass left when, and if it would be possibly not living when he got his Just blame it on Mike. It was our house, therefore I was responsible. Mike saw that and said, I think I'm going home now, got on his bike, went pew! I'm like, oh shit, thanks a lot. <laughs> no, I if I remember correctly, we did invite him to our wedding in Vegas. Yeah, but he couldn't. Yeah, it. which was, understandable. At, he actually came for my first wedding, which totally blew my mind, because I told him about it like, he, he, he had a different life then, though. Mm. He was able to somehow juggle some things around, and he showed up out of the blue. I'm like, holy shit, Spud, which was another natural last name because his last name rhymes with potato, so his friends would call him Spud. Tomato? No. Oh. Anyway, but yeah, later on, we... <laughs> the look on your face goes... Go right, you just feel like I'm not leaving you out of the conversation. No, I'm just sitting here listening to The look on your face. Going what? I don't know, going into autopilot. Alright. Do you want another hit? Yeah. Okay, you need to light it. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm listening. And, uh, uh-huh. This is boring, isn't it? <laughs> nah, you keep going. Sorry, I took one hit off my water pipe and I coughed for like 20 straight minutes. It was a one-hit wonder. It was a one-hit wonder <laughs> and I am high as fucking balls. That's our life. Ugh. <sighs> All right. No. Well, remember, our life is our new bed. Yeah, this is true. It's down here somewhere. We have a brand new bed that is adjustable, and all I can freaking say is my life has turned into something magical because of this adjustable bed. I, I will tell you this also because of this adjustable bed that I don't adjust like Heidi Ho does. I like the zero G feature. She likes it a little different, but her back is messed up, so yeah, it makes sense. Which is why instead of one king mattress, we got two twin extra longs. Yep, but they make they make one. Yeah, they make one, but um, two individual pieces. The adjustable bases they don't make a king size because they have a hard time getting it through door frames, I guess. So if you get a king size bed, you have to get two twin extra long adjustable bases but they can be linked together to be they can be linked together so that they'll they'll adjust together at the same time or you could do what we have which is we keep them separate yeah so because yeah i can't have myself bent in the position that she needs to be in to be comfortable yeah it felt speaking like of i'm going to be taking ghost face to find a mattress that works called stages of genocide and it is about what's going on with the trans community and, uh, in specific and the LGBTQIA plus community on a whole. And uh, the musician's name is Ash Bricky. And this video brings me to tears every time. But my gosh, it is so good and so poignant. And I would just recommend anyone go and just mm. look it up on YouTube and listen to it and watch the video. It is really good. Can you pull it up? I haven't seen it yet. My tongue is bleeding because I am biting it so hard. And all I'll say is what I've said about the whole thing ever since I saw this video. Nothing bad can ever happen until it does. All right. Just, That's all I'll say. Yeah. Anyway, we tried uh, recording something earlier. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not today. Not a, few week, a week or so. Ago. Yeah, a yeah. week ago. Um, it was three-handed cards against humanity. With a uh, rando. Yeah, with a rando. And I gotta tell you, it freaking sucked. Because normally I win and I had the least amount of cards. And the dude that had the most amount of cards was Rando. <laughs> Which stands who was for a random. random player who wasn't <laughs> actually there. So what did we learn from this? We don't play three-handed cards against humanity. Oh, darn. I was going to say we don't let Rando play because he's a, he's a sucky winner. <laughs> yes, Rando was a very sucky winner. <laughs> Rando was telling us in your face and it was, I'm going to steal all your women. And Rando was a real asshole. That is different. So, over the weekend, we watched the new uh, Puss in Boots. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> do we want to go over the... Cause, uh, just, I don't want to do any spoilers. Well, I just, um, before we get into Puss in Boots, uh, do you want to go over the Oscars? Let's finish with Puss in Boots and just say, for me, it's a 10 out of 10. It is absolutely worth watching. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know about the- anybody else. <laughs> yeah, just so we know, this is called Puss in Boots and the Last Word. <laughs> Not to get, and it is the most recent, yes, but just in case people look it up and it never knew there was another Puss in Boots movie that isn't oh, that good. Yeah, it's just on Peacock, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just on Peacock. Peacock. And it was really good. It was in freaking credible. The production value was great. The story was great. However, let's segue in the, into the Oscars because while I, for once, am not going to have much to say. These two dudes yeah. are going to have lots to say. So I don't know if you want to hit it. No, I don't want to hit that. I'll cough like yeah, a mouthful. Let me go. So let's let's turn it over to these two handsome dudes. Known as Ghostface Siskel and Valen Ebert. Or switch it if you prefer. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've got the Oscars pulled up on my phone Great. right now. I'll just say what I do know so far. I was very excited to know. Especially yeah. the best picture. The best yeah. picture, I couldn't believe it won because it was so strange. Wasn't I never... that Pinocchio? No, no best no. picture went to everything, everywhere, all, all at once. But we'll, we'll get to that. Pinocchio um, was best animated. Oh, sorry. So actor in a leading role, <coughs> uh, the nominees were Brendan Fraser for The Whale, and that is a movie based on a true story um, released by A24 about uh, severely... Can I put this here? I was trying to hand it to you. Uh, Was that about the morbidly obese? Yes. And he's the English professor. Yes, I heard that it's really good. You guys haven't seen it? No. Oh, that shocks me. It hasn't been released on home media or streaming Uh, yet. Actually, I think I might have seen it at Meyer. You might have had it at Meyer. I could be wrong, but I thought I saw it there that they had. Uh, here's one me and my dad can comment on: Aus- Austin Butler in uh, Elvis. And oh yes, uh, I. You know I'm not an Elvis person. Who's Austin Butler? I don't know, but he played Elvis in this new Elvis movie, and it was amazing. Yeah, directed by the um, guys who directed Moulin Rouge, Romeo so, plus Julia. Oh, it was from the strict guy. Yes, oh, cool. uh, Lars. Uh, Lars. Yeah. But yeah, this movie 
I lo- I'm not an Elvis person. I don't really want to see the John Carpenter Elvis movie he did where Kurt Russell was Elvis. I'm just, it doesn't yeah. really strike me as something I would like. This movie, I really enjoyed it. It was a very good biopic. It, it was. It was a very solid biopic, and though I disagree with um, a lot of stuff Elvis did as a person, this movie was really good and enlightened me on some stuff about Elvis. Yeah, it was pretty um, honest. Okay, the, so where does everybody stand on the whole Elvis is alive living in Kalamazoo, Michigan? Oh, I've yeah. I've never no. heard Kalamazoo, Michigan. <laughs> oh, that's all I heard growing oh. up was Elvis was alive and in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Well, as a person who... <laughs> And this isn't too scary for you to, for me to mention. You, as a person who likes scary movies, the movie Bubba Hotep, which is kind of like a horror comedy, says that Elvis is actually in a nursing home with in JFK. The middle of, with JFK in there, in a nursing home oh. with JFK in Nevada, and JFK was turned into a black man. Okay, Bibba Hotep. Bubba Hotep is not Bibba, Bubba. Okay, whatever. It's an Egyptian thing. Yes, it is. It's a so it sounds yeah, it sounds like it's from the Rick Riordan no, Egyptian. This is, this is before Rick Riordan wrote those books, and no, it's actually a kind of a black comedy. And the guy who's playing Elvis, who, is, who plays Elvis in that movie, um, Oscar Butler. Um, no, no, not, not that movie, but Bubba Hotel. Right, someone. Oh, Kurt Russell. It's Kurt Russell, not Kurt Russell. Um, Bruce Campbell. Yes, Bruce Campbell. Okay. Anyway. I love y'all. Yeah. I I love all of our listeners. However, I'm high as balls. And if I don't go now, I'm not going to make it up the stairs. So I guess I'll be covering the Oscars for a little bit. Um, This is Ghostface. And I'm going to give my opinions on some Oscar stuff. So, actor in a leading role. The nominees were Brendan Fraser as Franklin in The Whale. The description is a reclusive, morbidly obese English teacher attempts to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter. I've heard mixed things about it. I've heard it's really good. I've heard that it is hokey at times. But, um, what I have heard is Brendan Fraser, Charlie, he plays Charlie, that's my bad. Um, but I heard that Brendan Fraser adds a lot of heart and really does, uh, give a good performance in that movie. Next is Austin Butler in Elvis. I've seen Elvis. I thought that it was good. Um, the costume designs were absolutely fantastic. Um, it was a really good biopic. Although it didn't change my opinions about the man a whole lot. Um, I did learn some things and it caused me to go and, um, do some research on his, um, manager, the general. And that is kind of where I stand on Elvis. The next nominee is Colin Farrell in The Banshees of Insurin. And The Banshees of Insurin, from what I've heard from a few people, is very dry, very boring. Um, 
Colin Farrell plays Patrick He plays Patrick Stroloban Patrick Stroloban I am probably mispronouncing that to hell but um it, uh, it, it sounds like a historical piece you know kind of like the historical period piece that um <clears throat> people at the Oscars kind of um go for and you know the people on the committee and stuff go and um decide what what's the best of the best and <laughs> i can tell you that a lot of times they do go for um the historical period piece kind of thing um so yeah next is Paul Meskel in After Sun. I haven't seen After Sun, but I am going to go and read the little blurb on it. Twenty years after their last holiday at a fading vacation resort, Sophie reflects on the rare time spent with her loving and idealistic father Callum at 11 years old. As the world of adolescence creeps into Sophie's views, Callum struggles under the weight of life outside of fatherhood. Sophie's recollection become a powerful and heart-tearing portrait of their relationship as she tries to reconcile the father she knew with the man she didn't. And... What are you reading? I'm reading the description for um, After Sun. Um, it is one of the pictures that was in the... Um, Picked up on my voice. Were you doing asthma stuff with it? <laughs> yeah, just a smidge. Okay, is it okay that this is wrapped around no. the side? Or should it go here? Yeah, it's okay. fine. Alrighty. Where's uh, the lighter? And the, the lighter's right there. And um, Paul Muscle in After Sun. He played... Did we go through a lot of different topics? Callum. While I was gone? No, I'm still in Best Actor. Okay. Apparently we weren't recording through the microphone this entire time, so... It was recording through the microphone on the computer. Oh, shit. So the whole episode is pretty much screwed. No, it's fine. It okay. sounds fine. And okay. it'll be and manageable, and I can try and, like, balance out some of the stuff okay. a little bit. So it'll be right. fine. Is it recording through this now? Yes, it is. I fixed it. Oh, okay. Was it just a switch in that program or something? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Nah, it is what it is. And you know what? That's happened with, like, other podcasts, like the McRoy's and, like, Bart and stuff. And there'll be, like, a disclaimer at the beginning. We're really sorry we were having microphone issues. Yeah. So it happens to the best of podcasts. And next is... Wait a minute. I got one other thing to say. Yeah. It was the best of podcasts. It was the worst of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> we're a little bit of both, folks. Uh, All right. What, 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 
So I'm on the final actor listed and actor in a leading role. Okay. Oh, you haven't said who got it. You're just no. Saying. I've just and he was in the film Living. I have not seen the film Living. Uh, what was his me, name? Um, I'll uh, read that after I read the blurb. Okay. Overwhelmed at work and lonely at home, a civil servant. T- Overwhelmed at work and lonely at home, a civil servant's life takes a heartbreaking turn when a medical diagnosis tells him his time is short. Influenced by a local dedicated decadent, sorry, influenced by a local decadent and a vibrant woman, he continues to search for meaning until a simple revelation gives him a purpose to create a legacy for the next generation. And he played Mr. Rodney Williams. I believe it's Williams. It cut off at W-I-L. Williams. Yes, Mr. Rodney Williams. And the winner for actor in a leading role at the 2023 Oscars was it Brendan Fraser in The Whale? And honestly, from what I've heard, though I've heard that the movie isn't... I've heard it's either you really like it, you really dislike uh-huh. it, but everything that's been, um, from what I've heard, a unified consensus is that Brendan Fraser's performance in The Whale is what makes the film. And okay. honestly, it's really great to see Brendan Fraser yeah. win this award after being blacklisted from Hollywood. I do you think it's cool that you want to give everyone the info and stuff? But I think for timing purposes, we might want to just say topic and then hit maybe this is who won. We don't go through like backgrounds of every single person and everything or else we'll be well, recording for five hours. I'm not going to go and like reread the description for every movie. Okay. So just... Next is actor in a supporting role. Mm-hmm. And the nominees were Kei Hu Kwan from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Which, let me tell you, Everything Everywhere All at Once, fantastic. Yeah. I love Great that. movie. Yeah, I loved Everything Everywhere All at Once. No, it's amazing. Brendan Gleeson in The Banshees of Insurance. <clears throat> Again, I haven't seen it, so I don't really have an opinion. Judd. But you have heard stuff about it from people who have seen it. Yes, and it, it's very dry, typical period piece kind of stuff. Judd Hirsch, The Fablemans. I do want to see The Fablemans. I've heard that's good. Yeah, it is a biopic by um, Steven Spielberg. And I guess biopic isn't really accurate. It is semi-autobiographical retelling of how Steven Spielberg got into movies and the love of films. Mm. Kind of like how Weird Al it shows how Weird Al became a singer in the movie Weird. Yeah. You know everything in that is 100% <laughs> true. Yeah. And then Barry Keegan in The Banshees of Insurance. Yay. And the winner was Kehua Kwan in everything, everywhere, all, all at, at once. once, he played Wayman, and honestly, Wayman oh. was a highlight of that movie. I, for me, it was a toss-up between Wayman. Three favorite characters in that was Wayman, his wife, yeah, and the bad guy who was also their daughter. Yes, yes, those three characters carried the whole show. I mean, don't get me wrong, um, Jamie Lee Curtis's character was pretty good, but I mean, without those three temple characters for that movie yeah but anyway we'll be getting down to that later yeah actress in a leading role the nominees 
were Michelle Yeoh in Everything Everywhere All at Once, Kate Blanchett in Tar, Anna de Armas in Blonde, Andre Risenborough to Leslie, and Michelle Williams in The Fablements. Now, Tar is a movie that I've heard is just absolutely fantastic, and I do intend to um, see at some point. Definitely. I don't know anything about it, really. Um, let me bring up the blurb for Tar. No. I mean, I just, I've never heard anything about it, but I'm sure if you hey, say it's good. Hey, it's on good, Peacock. If you say it's good, then I definitely think it's probably good. I mean, renowned musician Lydia Tar is days away from recording the symphony that will elevate her career. When all elements seem to conspire against her, Lydia's adopted daughter Petra becomes an integral emotional support for her struggling mother. Hmm. Sounds interesting a little bit. Oh, I've heard it just is fantastic. Blonde was um, the uh, critically and audience panned um, Marilyn Monroe biopic that Netflix released. Mm. Um, it felt um, very um, exploitative of Marilyn's story and was just, you know, really more into the... Um, sex scandals rather than the person that Marilyn was. Hmm. Yeah, well, you know. Um, And the winner was Michelle Yeoh in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Because she stuck everything on a bagel. Yes, she did. And she just kept putting literally everything on a bagel. (laughs) You can't do better than that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Yes, but you see... This movie showed how I conquered world peaceful. Damn it. I put everything on a freaking bagel. Everything. Actress in a supporting role. Jamie Lee Curtis. Everything everywhere all at once. Angela Bassett. Black Panther. Wakanda forever. Hong Chow. The Whale. Carrie Condon. The Banshees of... Carrie Condon, not Carrie Condom. I think I said Condom. <laughs> Carrie well, Condon. If he wants to carry a condom, let him. I don't care. The yeah. Banshees of Injurin. Stephanie Shu. Everywhere, everywhere, all at once. Everywhere, Everything, everywhere, everywhere, all at once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. And the winner was Jamie Lee Curtis. Now, I'm going to say Jamie Lee Curtis did not deserve the award for her role in everything everywhere all at once because when i think of everything everywhere all at once is yes she um played a you know some semi-sympathetic antagonist but stephanie shu stephanie um i believe was the um was should have won was she the one that put everything on a bagel? or That was Jobu Topoki that she played, yeah. Oh, okay. So, I'm sorry. In the whole previous thing, she put everything on a bagel. <laughs> Best animated feature? Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. That was good. I really think on a cinematic level, it is a good movie. I just didn't jive that it was a musical 
mainly because the songwriting for most of the songs in that movie were not that good. <laughs> not that good. Mar- They're bad. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. That was pretty decent. <laughs> that movie was dark. Marcel got hooked on drugs. It was like freaking dark. I was expecting it to be cutesy cutesy and it freaking went into some paths that made me feel a little uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, yes, I was stoned, but still a Puss, little uncomfortable. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Uh, which that which was, was a very good movie. Yes. I, the, we like that. The Sea Beast, Chris Williams, and Joel Schlanger. Schlanger. And turning red, Dummy She and Lindsay Collins. And the winner was Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Which I have yet to see. I think I'd like to, just to see what it's all about. But I'll tell you, I've seen three movies on that list. And tell you, it would be a hard choice. Because Puss in Boots was great. I love turning red. And also Marcel the Shell. Well, that was just... I mean, it was good. But my gosh, it was not... Happy. It was not a happy movie. It it doesn't end as a happy movie. Well, just, it does because she's reunited with her community and stuff. Yeah, but like the rest of it is like death and drug use and and, well, it's and just how selfishness. And I mean, it's about getting through the bad times. And yeah, but. Getting through the bad times, watching a cutesy little shell get hooked on drugs and ta- and start telling people off and stuff like that with a cutesy little shell voice. It puts you into a place that you never thought you'd go. So I just, yeah, that movie was dark. Dark. <laughs> Don't let the name fool you. It's dark. Anyway, let's continue moving on. Cinematography. The nominees were All Quiet on the Western Front. I've been told that this is a very graphic and bloody movie. retelling of the movie. Yeah. The, the original most. movie was very controversial. Yes, this movie, apparently there are some war vets who went and saw it and said that it was too much for them. Yeah, they probably were. It was probably giving them PTSD, which, don't blame you. But yeah, I've heard the entire story of All's Quiet on the Western Front is not a happy-go-lucky story no, in the it, very, very least. It is and I do guess, I do movie. guess I am very happy that it was a little surprise that I got a copy of the original one for Christmas. Mm-hmm. It was just a free movie, and I didn't know if I'd like it. I haven't watched it yet, but I really think I should, but I've been told you have to be in the right mindset for it. So, anyway. Bardo, False Chronicles of a Handful of Truths. Elvis, Empire of Light. And Tar, and the winner was All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, okay. I yeah. would have thought maybe Elvis, but, you know, because that had some great production. Oh, it definitely also. did, yeah. It was amazing. I, I, Again, as I said earlier, I'm not an Elvis person. I'm a Beatles person more than an Elvis person. Never cared for Elvis's music too much. I mean, I don't hate it, but never cared for it too much. Yeah. And this movie just made me, I enjoyed it immensely. But you know, all's quiet on the Western Front. I mean, it's like the hills have eyes of war movies, you know, and some people just can't handle it, and you know, that's that. Yeah, yeah, that's just how it is. Um, and so the uh, next um, category is costume design. 
And the nominees were Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Babylon, Elvis, Everything Everywhere, All at Once, and Miss Harris Goes to Paris. <laughs> Miss Harris Goes to Paris. Um, so, honestly, I would have been happy uh, with um, Black Panther, Elvis, or Everything Everywhere. Me too. I think that, honestly, well, okay. I think, honestly, Everything Everywhere had more creative costumes. Yeah, but not as many as, like, Elvis and Black Panther. They had a lot more of them because the whole entire thing was either period costumes or, well... Wakandan costumes. Yeah. And the winner was Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I would have done that. And I think just for the outfits that they wore at um, T'Challa's funeral at the beginning. Yeah. It was amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. That movie is very good. It is, in my opinion, one of, well, far superior to the first movie. Oh, it was really good. Really, really good. Much better than the first Black Panther. The first Black Panther was good, and I love Chadwick Boseman. And I'm so sad that he could not be in that next movie. I mean, his his death was a loss to a lot of people in the superhero community. And he was just a great actor and a great kind of person. And just the show must go on with him all the time. So, like, this movie was definitely... There were nods to, like, the dedication towards him and remembrance of his death. It was very good. Very well said. Uh, best directing. The nominees were... Steven Spielberg. <laughs> John Carpenter. He's never gotten a best directing, and he really should have. But anyway. Everything, everywhere, better. all at once. The Banshees of Venturin. The Fablemans. Tar. And Triangle of Sadness. And the winner was Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Film editing were Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Banshees of Insurance, Elvis, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. And the winner was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to be hearing that quite a few yeah. times. Which, you know, well deserved. I don't care what a lot of people in the cinematic community, I almost said some really bad things, um, the cinematic community say about the Oscars this year. They were very honest and very telling, and people complaining that a bunch of Asian people won the awards are just stupid, stupid people, because this movie deserved it. Any movie that I didn't get it the first time, and went back and watched it a second time, and realized how really great it was, and then went out point blanche and bought the 4K edition, because dang it, I had to have this movie in 4K. I mean, if you can do that with me... Best makeup and hairstyling. The nominees. It was Buzz and Dirt and Ash and The nominees are The Whale, All Quiet on the Western Front, The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Elvis. And the winner was The Whale. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, we do have to see that. We really yeah. do. Best Music, Original Score, All Quiet on the Western Front, Babylon, The Banshees of Inturin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and The Fablemans. And the winner was 
All quiet on the Western Front. From what I understand, that's kind of well-deserved. I've heard the score was really good. I mean, Everything Everywhere is a great movie, but I wouldn't call it score being super memorable or epic. It was okay. Music, original song. The nominees are Natu Natu from RRR. Music by M. M. Kirivani and lyrics by Chandaros Bose. Chandra Bose. Applause from Tell It Like a Woman. Music and lyrics by Diane Warren. Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick. Music and lyrics by Lady Gaga and Blood Pop. Lift Me Up from Wakanda Forever. Music by Thames, Rihanna, Ryan Coogler, and Ludwig Gorasan. Lyrics by Thames and Ryan Coogler. And This Is A Life from Everything Everywhere All At Once. Music by Ryan Lott and David Byrne from The Talking Heads. And Mitski. Lyrics by Ryan Lott and David Byrne from The Talking Heads. And the winner was Natu Natu from RRR, which this was the one category it was nominated in, and it won. And from what I've mm. heard, it is such a good movie, and it's yeah, a my, shame. My um, my boss loved that movie, and he felt it was completely robbed not being put in the best. Oh, you missed it. She was stretching yeah, the point. Ghostface's cat was being cute. Yeah. But um, he feels that it was just an absolute robbery that it was not put in for Best Picture because it is such a good picture, and he feels it would have easily won. And though I have not seen it, I've heard nothing but good things about it. You just have... It's one of those movies that seems very daunting because it's like almost four hours long. The nominees for Best Picture are Everything Everywhere, All at Once, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, the Way of the Water, The Banshees of Insurance, Elvis, The Fablements, Tar, Top Gun, Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, Woman Talking, and the winner was, drumroll please. Literally? Everything, Everything everywhere, everywhere, all at once. once. And let me tell you, this was the most creative and most original film I have seen in 2022. It was just... Yeah, it is just... I can't say enough about this movie. You need... it's un, Even if you watch it once and you say, Oh my gosh, it's a meme factory. It's this, is that. No, 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 no. It's not. You need to watch it more than once because there is so much going on in this movie. But it is so worth rewatching. It is a great movie. And the themes on trauma and forgiveness and forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. It was just all in comedy within it. It had its comedic moments, even though when it was trying to be serious. But it was really, really well done. And I mean, it's some of the movie is subtitled because to get the point across, they're speaking. I don't remember if it's Cantonese or Mandarin. They're speaking their native language. Mm -hmm. And the beginning of it is subtitled. And I don't care for that usually because I have a hard time with subtitles. But it was great. It was wonderful. And it was just amazing. I am so, so glad that 
Ghostface introduced me to another A24 movie, proving, again, how great A24 really is. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's kind of why I want to watch that movie we saw, they said, was The Monster, because it's an A24 movie. Yeah. You know, it's an A24 creature feature, and I'm like, wow, shit. You know? In my mind, A24 can do no wrong, even though... I, well, I, it would be a tie now for me between Everything Everywhere and Midsommar. They're both my favorite A24 movies. They are so good. Mm-hmm. I love them so much. And, you know... And, yeah, now um, Ghostface Cat is now be coming up here seeing if she can be a part of the podcast. She's saying, meow. She's being cute. Yeah, and... I definitely know that this cannabis we've been smoking has hit because when we are finished recording, I say we tuck in. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we'll find something upstairs that doesn't move and we'll be able to capture it easily and put it in a bowl. Yeah. There's some potatoes, there's some pork chops, there's a serving of nachos. So, like, all sorts of stuff upstairs to go over there with. And, you know... We all know how when you go smoke, when you go, here we go, a smoking among the leaves of green. <laughs> you know, when you go smoking, uh, those of you who are experienced with this stuff, who um, probably most of our audience are experienced with this stuff, just uh, be aware you're yanking on your headphone cord. <laughs> anyway, um, you get hungry easier and when i got home earlier today i didn't want to have dinner i wasn't really hungry and i needed to unwind with all y'all out there you mm-hmm. all of you people listen um my co-worker who sent the link to his brother we've seen that uh we've had 24 downloads on spotify and that was pretty cool um just yeah definitely keep you know subscribe telling your friends share with your friends we want to make a um kind of like a Hey, um, dang it, I'm stoned. Um, what's it called? A trailer, like a mm-hmm. little audio clip you can send to your friends, kind of like how our friends, the McElroys, do have a sample you can send to your friends. We want to do something like that because it would be pretty cool for you guys to be able to, like, send that out to make, send the link of that to people. Say, this is what this weird cannabis family smoking podcast is all about. Um, and we, like, Love our cannabis, love our family, love our food. Like, if you don't believe us, listen to the previous episode, e.g. garlic bread. Which, you know what's weird? We haven't had garlic bread since that day. Mm-hmm. We have garlic bread because of that day. <laughs> we haven't had it since that day. Oh, little kitty. But, yeah, it's just been great. And I... Love doing the last one, and I'm hoping we do this one. And then the kind of, like, one in between, we're going to save it, and we may use it as, like, you know, uh, hidden tracks or, um, you know, this is some of the uh, bloopers and edited material. We might just let it go raw at one time. Or maybe if we ever get a Patreon going, it could be special stuff if you subscribe to our Patreon and you can listen to this terrible episode that was all not edited and just goofy. You know, we could do something like that too. Okay. All right, so I guess we're going to wrap it up because we're getting the munchies. We're kind of hungry. Maybe you know what that's like. You can go get some food of your own. 
Um, Thank you for all those who listened in to the last one. Thank you for liking and subscribing on this one. Um, If this one seemed a little rambling, yeah, well, we're stoned and we're going over the Oscars, which is something we really love. Maybe we'll entitle this one and now the Oscars or the nominees are or something like that. That'd be kind of cool. Um, so anyone who's interested in reaching out to us, talking to us, wanting to be on the show, anything like that, definitely email us at smokinwiththefam420 at gmail.com. S-M-O-K-I-N-W-I-T-H-T-H-E-F-A-M-420 at gmail.com. I monitor that box, and I will try to get back to you as soon as possible, and we can arrange something, or if you have a question you want us to cover, or any of that kind of stuff. So... Until then, as we said last time, thanks for hanging with the fam. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night.